my name is Steph Scholl, and I'm here with the Silver Dollar Man. Also known as Scott Stevenson, right? And, yes, and Scott, you know how you are like the king of branding with your Silver Dollar Man? Yes. Well, we have here today <laughs> someone that tops your branding. You know, you like that I say that. <laughs> no, but I would agree with you. What is the brand? We have the High Hill Realtor here, Crystal Worthen with Presidio Real Estate. Woo! And she has right here Presidio High Heels. She even brought the heels here. And I got to tell you, I love Presidio. I love the High Heels. I love the name Crystal. What's there not to love, Stephanie? <laughs> right? So, Krista, tell us a little bit more about this branding because, I mean, we both knew who you were because yes. we've seen your Instagram and it's all branded. I'm always short and so I always wear heels. And when I got into real estate, I went to a marketing class and they said, we need to find your niche. Like, what is something about you that's not like anybody else? Because you don't want to be the same realtor everywhere. And I thought, well... If you say my name, someone says, oh, her shoes. So I instantly thought, well, I could be the high heels realtor because I wear <laughs> high heels all the time. And then it just snowballed from there. And all of these amazing, funny puns. And like I tie it into all of my marketing. Like I'm head over heels to walk you through your next transaction. Head over heels. Yeah. Right, exactly. Tackling home buying one humanity at a time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just went from there and everything I say, everything I do, like, for example, I just brought you a chocolate shoe and in the yeah. card it says, this was such a sweet treat to walk through this with you guys. And and that's truly how I feel about real estate. And so I just, I just take it. So keep your standards higher and your heels higher. <laughs> and those are some pretty high heels. Those are some high I heels. I feel like I would break my neck. Those ones are baby ones. <laughs> <laughs> so does everybody ask you before we get off this branding does, does everybody ask you this question how do you walk around in those things yes everyone and i say how do you walk around in flat shoes right <laughs> you just know where your feet's going i don't do so well in flat shoes it throws off my balance um but uh, yeah i just there's a video out there in the world wide web of me of all the things i do in hills and you will see me jump into a swimming pool, go rock climbing in hills, and do podcasts in hills, vacuum my house in hills. Like, uh, if I'm not in hills, I'm either depressed or I'm on my way to buy hills. So. <laughs> I love it. Well, you had said, you had said, like, let's walk together. That's one of your yes. branding. So tell us a more about how you walk together with your clients, more than just putting a sign in the yard. Right, right. That's not what people want. That's not what they're investing their money to sell their house and make their dreams come true. So I want to walk with them to the finish line. I want to educate them on what they're doing, how they're doing it, and how we're going to get it accomplished together. And so, you know, just as I, I would want anyone to walk with me if I didn't know what I was doing, I'm right there with you. So I will walk a mile in your shoes. Well, I would like to walk a mile in your shoes, but I know there's no way I can. Let's try that out. <laughs> If somebody pays me enough, I maybe will I will. I will pay one dollar for you to a walk silver dollar. all the way around the office in my shoes. Scott, it would be a great reel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have clean socks on today. Let's do it. Well, one of the things that um, I think people, at least I know family, friends and, that I have, is that they always feel a little bit hesitant to talk to a realtor that they know because they're afraid to disclose all their information. Yeah. Um, the, and I get that too, because um, most people think, hey, I choose a realtor that's a friend or a family, 
and um, now they're going to know everything about my finances. Yeah. Is that true? That is true. And it's one of my issues. Issues. Um, <laughs> issues. That's I-S-S-H-O-E-S. <laughs> uh, that's one of my issues is because that happens so much. And it kind of hurts when your family goes with someone else because they don't want you to know. But the reality it is, is I'm going to know what you and the lender want me to know and what I need to know to get the job done. Like how much down you have. I'm never going to see your tax returns or your bank statement or know that you spend $500 a month on Amazon deliveries. I'm not going to know that unless you tell me what I'm there for is to make sure that all of your financing is in place with a lender so that you get into a house that you can afford. You don't become house broke and you don't blame me because why didn't you tell me I had mortgage insurance? Why didn't you tell me I have to pay my HOA fee? And so, yeah, I, I wish more family and friends would be like, Crystal has my back and she will literally walk through fire for me. So I better distrust her with whatever I got. So, yeah, yeah I think that's a, a, a it is some misinformation out there because I, I think most people think the realtor is going to know all that information. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they don't. Uh, it's the lender, who, who the mortgage lender, who actually knows that information. But so. even the lender, they're going to sit and look and be like, oh, they spent $500 on Amazon. <laughs> you know, like, I think that there's too much to do in a day right. than nitpick someone's finances. I'm sorry, you can't close on your loan. You door dashed 25 <laughs> times last month. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, we're hitting in a tough market. Is we it are. going to crash? No, we're not in a bubble. Stop saying that. Uh, <laughs> no, what's happening is what we want to happen. I feel like the market is stabilizing. Right now we have like 9,000 something active listings on the MLS. And so house prices are coming down a little bit. More inventory is coming on the market. People are coming out of this COVID brain stuff like, oh my gosh, the world's going to end tomorrow. And we're running around like chicken little, like the sky is falling, the sky is falling. <laughs> no, it's not. Four to 6% is like an average. That's good. This two and 3%, that's like once in a lifetime. And I don't yeah. think it's going to happen again. And people just need to calm down and and get something now rather than wait because we don't know what the future is going to hold but i don't think it's going to crash i definitely don't think it's going to crash i think it's going to stabilize and it's going to balance out and it's going to be a healthy balanced market you make a, a great point because a lot of people particularly younger younger buyers these days they've seen uh, interest rates at historic lows and so now that they've bumped up a little bit they're like oh my gosh you know this is the yeah. end of the world but back in the 80s and 90s as i always say i paid 12 and a half on my first home and and others paid higher yeah. than that so when somebody says five six seven i'm thinking that's good stuff. <laughs> right? I agree. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. So we just need to educate the public more. Like it's not it's not going to crash. It's not 2008 replay because after 2008, so many things changed in the real estate industry to keep it from that going that way again. So people just are scared. You know, history repeats itself a lot, but it's also been corrected. So I don't think it's going to crash. Well, that's good news. The media is always one that loves to 
do that kind of stuff, All scare people, because they love to sell papers and yeah. Well, yeah. whatever papers the old days. Yeah. Whatever right. <laughs> information. That's why I like your podcast is because there'll be one of these little tips and I know someone hears it and I'm like, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, as you talked about people being scared in these buyers, because I was one of those buyers that I've only seen the low rate. So how do you walk someone through that? Because I think it's easy to say, okay, don't worry, but how do you really help them? How do you help them? Help them, like, calm the nerves and change those expectations. Um, I have an amazing broker, and she gives me lots of education. Also, Steve Perry gives me lots of education about if you do this now, your $500,000 is going to buy this, and you're going to be able to afford this much house. But if you wait and interest rates creep up, that 500,000, you lose your buying power by educating them and just explaining to them why this is a good time to still buy, why this is still a good time to list your house. It makes a world of difference and not just assume that people who have never bought a house know how to buy a house mm -hmm. or know what to expect. So you just have to educate, educate the public. That's all you can do. Most people, I think, think it costs them to be, if they're looking to buy insurance, they think if they get a realtor, it's going to cost them a lot of money. Does it? No. <laughs> That's no. the great answer. No, it, no, it's not. A lot of people misunderstand that. They think, oh, if I use a realtor, then I have to pay them 6%. But that's not the case. The seller pays the listing agent and the buyer's agent out of the sales price. So by really, it's the seller paying it and the buyer pays by giving asking price or whatever the sales price is, all the little extra things, insurance and all that stuff. That's why you work with an amazing title company like Title One so that they explain that to you at your closing. Like, okay, this is your insurance. It's going to come out this time of year or it's added into your payment, whatever. It's due on, you know, November 30th, whatever. And explain that because a lot of people don't know. And I'm surprised it's not always the younger generation. A lot of older people are like, well, I just, I can't afford to buy a house. There's, there's no way I can pay you 6% and whatever and save 20% down payment. And then I say, let's go to lunch. All right, here we go. Step number one, you do not need 20% down to buy a house. Step number two, okay, take a deep breath. It's gonna be okay. You don't pay me my 6%. I never get 6%. I get whatever the sellers is is offering as a you know buyer's agent, so 3% usually. And then they're just like in awe. They're how can that be? Like my friends told me this and this and it cost them, 50 grand to close on their house. And I said, um, did they do it in the back of a black van? And I went, <laughs> 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 that's not happening. <laughs> well, it is, it is a lot of people misunderstand. In fact, I had one of my own kids one time who told me they used a cut rate, if I'm just using that term, uh, realtor or a company because it was cheaper. And I said, you're buying. You're not selling. You're not saving anything by using that. You're just knocking off the service that you're getting from the company. And they go, oh. But I, I really believe a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I, I agree. They don't. So let's just educate them. Let's walk them to the finish line. Being smarter buyers 
for the future so that our market doesn't crash and we have educated buyers and sellers willing to do this. You know, it's interesting that you bring up the finish line because I just went and cheered on at this last weekend. They had the Revel Big Cotton Canyon race. And it was all the people that were about to qualify for Boston for for men. And there was this guy that you could tell he was going down. And some stranger came, picked him up, and started walking with him and walked him through the finish line. And as you're talking about that, like, I don't know, I just saw that image, which was so cool. But that's really what you're doing is when these buyers or sellers get cold feet, you're like, okay, I'm here. Or if something tough comes up, you're like, I'm here. Like, you're barely going to have to do anything. Just move your feet and I'm going to guide you and get you across that finish line. Exactly. Move your feet and let me walk beside you. We're going to get through this. Like, it, it might sound crazy. It might be a roller coaster. But at the end of the day, I'm going to put my best foot forward and we are going to knock it out of the park. And the people I work with, they matter because I can't do it alone. And so I appreciate everyone in the industry that works with me. And communication is a huge thing for me. Like if they say, well, my realtor, I think the statistic, I can't remember it, but they asked like 100 people or something. And they said, how many of you remember your realtor's name? And it was like 40%. And then of that 40%, 27% would never use them again because they never called them back. Like once the transaction closed, Uh. that's not okay. Like, guys, we're going to become friends, family. I'm going to call you when I buy a new pair of shoes and we're going to, we're going to do another transaction together. I am your friend for life. So if you think that you can just try this on and be like, nope, this shoe don't fit out of here. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Well, that's an interesting point because I've, I've said before, you know, I moved one time back east back east Stephanie Mm -hmm. I moved back uh, east about three times within about a 10 mile radius and I didn't use the same realtor ever really and it was really because they never kept in contact with me and you know a few years went by and it was kind of like out of sight out of mind so it's glad to hear that you uh that you're you're giving him a boot. I you're yes, I from am. From time to time, <laughs> he's <laughs> trying to come up with a clever <laughs> some, sh- some shoot yeah. phrases. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yes, right. I'm giving them the boot. <laughs> so, do you only service people in Utah, or I can help you buy a house anywhere in Utah? I try to stick to Utah, Salt Lake, Davis, Juab, Tooele counties. However, I've been known as the realtor that literally goes ridiculously far places in Utah that I never even knew existed um, because that's the thing. I, If you call me and you trust me to get you a house or help you sell your house, I'm not just going to walk away. Like that means something to me. And so if you want to sell your house and move out of state, and you're like, I, but I don't know a realtor. There's no realtors like you. Of course, there's not. I'm the only high-yield one. <laughs> um, but I work closely with um, Women's Council of Realtors and also a relocation department that we have at Presidio. And so I can reach out to agents in other states that I have vested and I have a relationship with and be like, hey, my client, you know, Stephanie, she's moving over here to Idaho. I need her. Let's make it New York, not Idaho. Okay. All right. New York. (laughs) Fine. Great. New York. (laughs) You know, and and then they help them and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you know a realtor or whatever in 
Idaho or whatever. And I don't know them in all states, but I'm, I'm trying to reach out more and on my social media and get to know certain agents. And I, I follow the trending ones and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, okay, you're in um, New Jersey. Great. That's awesome. You know, just mm-hmm. so I have a reference of, okay. So, and I've actually done quite a bit. Montana seems to be the trending one right now. Because <laughs> Montana is beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And what, what are you saying about Jersey? <laughs> I didn't say anything about Jersey. <laughs> so how'd you get interested in real estate? I mean, you were walking yeah. around. First yeah. of all, I know one I day you woke around. up, you started walking around in your high heels. And then what? Next thing I'm selling houses. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm a people person and I did everything else in the real estate world everything. I was an escrow assistant, a mortgage loan processor. I was the manager at Wardley Better Homes and Gardens. Mm. And I saw how transaction things went and the relationship that top producing agents had with their clients and they're coming in the office. And I, I even was an appraiser's assistant. And so I did all this stuff. And my husband one day said, you should get your real estate license. And I said, oh, no. Are you kidding? The guy that sold us our last house was such a jerk. And he was like, yeah, but you know a lot of people and you wouldn't be like that. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know. (laughs) I can't make people buy something. And he said, but you have something special about yourself that most realtors don't have. And I said, what's that? And he said, you can make anybody feel comfortable in their own skin, in their own shoes. You can make them feel comfortable. And he's right. I have all kinds of clients, every kind you could think of. I've had one. And I was like, "Mm, okay, maybe right. Well, then he made me ride a motorcycle and (laughs) I didn't know how to ride it. And it blew up on me and crashed and tore all everything attached to my kneecap. And I was screaming at him so bad. I'm like, if you broke my leg and I can't ever wear heels, I'm going to divorce you. (laughs) And uh, that, of course, is the most important thing. (laughs) That you can can wear wear your high heels. (laughs) Yes. So First thing came to mind. Exactly. I was so worried about that, you know. So while I was down for a couple of months and I couldn't wear my high heels, I literally couldn't. It was horrible. I don't even know who that girl was. I never wore them. (laughs) visit her again. She was the meanest person ever. I decided to take my real estate course. And so I did it. And then I was really excited and I passed my test and I was like, okay, now this is it. Now I'm a realtor. And then I had a friend reach out to me right after I got my license and they were just like, Hey, I, are you a realtor? And I said, yeah. And they said, Oh my gosh, I need someone to list my house. And I was like, what? Ah, okay, this is happening. Okay, all right, all right. I got to get my game face on. And so then I just started and I, I loved it. It's kind of like, so besides high heels, I love roller skating and I love archery. I shoot archery. And I don't know, just roller like, skates, high heels. Yeah, and they're archery. amazing. They'll be here next week. I'll drop by and show them to you. They're amazing. <laughs> they're sparkly and red and I high love heels. It. <laughs> but um, real estate became a part of my being and just I I like it a lot there's horrible days there's great days there's days when I definitely am like oh my gosh I'm not I don't I don't know if I want to do this anymore and then whatever and then came to Presidio so I didn't start at Presidio 
it just got better from there. Mm -hmm. So we hear that you got a prestigious award from Presidio. Tell us about that. (laughs) I'm currently the reigning queen, I guess. I'm realtor of the year for Presidio. Which is a big accomplishment. (laughs) They have several locations. They do. Yeah. So that was a big deal. I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew about the high heels, but I didn't know that they had lifted you (laughs) to the number one position. Yes. Yes. A lot of pressure on me because now I got to keep my game up. (laughs) I know about that pressure. I've been under that kind of pressure my whole life. I mean, ever since I was born and my mother said, this is the golden boy, I've had to put up with this. Right? So <laughs> I, I love it. And then Presidio keeps presenting me with opportunities to grow myself as a realtor. I'm a mentor now. And, cool. And the first thing all of my mentees say is, well, how do I get a brand like you? Mm, okay. I don't know what, how to tell you to do that, but what what's special about you? I don't even know you yet. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they run marathons. Okay, you're the running realtor. I don't know. You don't have to have like a thing. Mine's high heels. You don't look like a silver dollar, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be a thing. My can, wife sees me be... more as a bank, so. <laughs> it could be like a, a motto or something, you know, something about you or yeah. something. And branding is super important super important. You you do need to make yourself stand out from the crowd of everyone, but at the same time you need to hold yourself, your standards just as high as your high heels. Like you you got to make the public like us cuz right now most of them think we're used car salesmen. I love what you just said to raise your standards like you raise your high heels. <laughs> Sorry, they just That's, great. That. That's great. <laughs> okay, so now we do a lot of closings here at Title One. So tell us about how you match your high heels to your closings. This is the thing that is so awesome about me. I love it. So, for example, uh, let's say I had a closing. It was like super bumpy. We weren't sure they were going to qualify. Then there was counter offers, and it was just a really bumpy transaction. But when we sat down, we signed on the line, it it was closed, it was settled, it was like being in the Emerald City. Well, my shoes for that transaction, which I buy a pair that match every transaction, mm-hmm. had bumpy hills and they were emerald green. <laughs> the ones I'm wearing today, they're red and black, as you can see. Oh, yeah. Um, these ones are Depths of Hell shoes. <laughs> That's how you feel about coming in here. <laughs> no, 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 no. They just match my dress better. <laughs> it was like one of the hardest transactions I had been through. And so they were given to me as a gift. And uh, and so then when I put them on again, when I wear them another time, I just, I remember that. Like that was a trial. But guess what? I'm still walking. I'm still here. Yeah. And I'm not going anywhere. So I love that. There you go. Well, and you had also said that when you go to get a hill, people are like, what closing are you doing? Yes. Like, the girls get so excited for you. It's sort of become your your thing when you go shopping. Uh, so the girl at DSW, she's starting to know me by name now. <laughs> and um, it, it's fabulous. I walk in and she's like, oh, my gosh, you have a closing? And I was like, yeah. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, tell me about your clients so I can like help you look for something. And I was like, well, um, every kitchen we looked at, they wanted yellow walls and blue cabinets. She's like, so yellow and blue. Oh, my gosh. I got the perfect shoe for you. And then, <laughs> so it just sort of caught on. And and now I went somewhere the other day, a big real estate convention 
someone I don't know and I feel terrible, I'm going to know them, walked up to me and said, you're the high heel realtor, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And I had on normal shoes, like normal heels, not like crazy heels. And that I was like, oh my gosh. And then I sat down and my friend next to me, she goes, that's when you know you made it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my. I put it out there. Like I sponsor lots of things in my community over in Harriman. And I just, everything has something to do with hills. And I like that it's catching on now. Yeah. Well, tell us about these high heels you brought with us today. Well, to are, us today. These are my beautiful Presidio high heels. And when I came to Presidio, Jennifer Yo knew how much I loved hills and she knew how unique I am. And she wanted me to feel the love and the, the sparkle that she has for me to be working at her brokerage. So she gave me these beautiful Presidio high heel shoes that are too small for me now. But <laughs> if you really needed me to, I could squish my foot in there. <laughs> just look, you know, on Cinderella when the... On yeah, the yeah. Sister puts her foot in, like all crumpled. That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> so they sit on my shelf in my office that is also my shoe office. So you can see pictures of it on your High Hill Realtor. That's my Instagram name. I have 89 pairs of high heels. So I think 32 of them are from closings. Um, and then I have 12 pairs of ugly flat shoes, you know, like the grandma heels <laughs> and, um, and then a couple pairs of boots and I don't have enough. And everyone's like, do you even wear them more than once? Well, yeah, I do. Cause there's 365 days in a year and I don't have 365 yet, but you will <laughs> someday. <laughs> yes. So to end, what's your last words of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners? This is for everything in life. It's not always the most expensive, like, oh my gosh, shoe that is the most comfortable. So I have a pair of Louis Vuittons. I told myself if I was going to, if I made Platinum Club, I would buy Louis Vuitton. So mm. I got a pair of them and I was like all excited. Why on earth would I pay that much money for a pair of shoes? Because... These uh, shoes are way more comfortable and they were like a fifth of the price. Yeah. <laughs> so everything in life, just because it's sparkly and dazzly and it costs the most money, it must be the most elite thing ever. No. And, and you sometimes get what you pay for because those Louis Vuittons are super nice looking man, they hurt your feet. They're not comfortable at all. So I just want buying or selling a home to be like a pair of shoes, a comfortable fit that we can walk to the finish line together in. <laughs> <laughs>